All names, characters, events, and times are strictly coincidental and completely dreamed up by our subconscious. Dreams can be influenced by personal experiences and the media. However, the events in our dreams are completely ours. Some dreams may be upsetting or disturbing to some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Thanks for joining us, and remember, it's just a dream. where we share our dreams and sometimes even analyze yours. I am Hawa and thank you so much for joining me tonight as I tell you another one of my crazy dreams. I really appreciate it. I hope you guys are well and staying safe since, you know, Miss Rona has taken her nap and she's awake now and she's fighting twice as hard. A lot of people are getting affected, so make sure you stay safe. Stay inside if you can. Um, wear your mask, all of that jazz, and get the vaccine if you can. I got the vaccine. I got the fizzy, the Pfizer. So if you want to be on team fizzy fizzy with me, how will be, <laughs> how will be, um, then you should get, I have to get my booster. I have to get my booster, but I'm kind of scared to get my booster because I, I have not gotten Corona. I've been safe the past three years. But I'm afraid of going outside, getting the booster, and then getting corona while I get the booster. That would suck. Also, wash your hands. <laughs> I'm like, you can tell my brain's like all sporadic and like da da da. But wash your hands and and take showers and make sure you clean your butt. Okay, I've been hearing. Maybe it's because I'm from the Midwest, but I've been hearing a couple of people being like, oh, I can't wait till the pandemic's over so I don't have to wash my hands. Ew. Don't be that guy. It's your fault. It's spreading. It's (laughs) you in particular, guy who doesn't wash his hands. You are the problem. This is why the pandemic isn't over. Um, But yeah, please stay safe. I I want you to be safe. And yeah. In today's episode, we are finally going to finish the Bird Set Free series. And I'm like kind of happy, but I'm also kind of sad because I don't want to let it go. Like I love these babies. I love my, I love these characters a lot. But I'm excited to finally finish this. And I just want to thank you so much for sticking with the series despite all the hiatuses that have happened and all of that jazz I really I truly truly from the bottom of my heart really appreciate it thank you so much where we last left off Hawa was attacked by one of the men in black called Scarface that's what we're calling him right now who informs her that the men in black will be coming 
soon to take them away. She informs the rest of the group and they spend the next couple of weeks hiding in the boys' dormitory. Like they're not going to classes, anything like that, just to avoid the potential of being attacked by one of the men in black. Uh, And then one night, Todd, which is Adam's best friend at the school, invites them to the party, convinces them to go to the party. They go to the party. They have a really good time, only to realize that both Todd and Peach are missing. Then they get a call from Peach, who is screaming and crying and saying she needs help and to come to the woods. So they go to the woods to try to find Peach, only to find Todd's mangled body, an army of men in black, and Peach with one of the men in lab coats. And they realize that Peach has betrayed them and turned them into the facility. Yeah, that's a lot. Hopefully I explained that good. If I didn't, you know what to do. Go watch the episode. <laughs> Go watch the the episode, mamas. I'll wait. Oh my god, you're back. You watched the episode? It's good. I told you. Let's get into it now. So we're all looking at Peach just at very varying levels of betrayedness, right? Um, Adam is holding, is cradling Todd's body and just rocking back and forth. Just like, he feels awful. Like, Todd had his whole life ahead of him and it's been cut short. So he's just cradling his body and she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I thought it was you. I'm so sorry. Uh, Zion, he looks like he's about to throw up. Like, he, he does not look well i'm staring at scarface because i'm terrified of him and i'm also i'm like looking at scarface to like peach like from scarface to peach scarface to peach just like terrified and just confused because like why why peach why did you do this kaden is just staring daggers at peach like he looks like he's he's gonna just fly over there and choke her out And Winter just has tears streaming down her face looking at Peach and is like, why? Peach, why would you do this? And Peach responds and she's like, I'm so sorry, but Richter told me if I did this, he would he would let me see my parents again. He'd bring me back to my parents. And Caden's like, and you believed him? And and we're all like, yeah, bitch, you believed him? What the hell? the facility tortured us, experimented on us for years. And then he, he gave you this little, I think he promised. And you believed him? Stupid bitch. And Peach starts to get frustrated with us. And she's like, if you were in my shoes, you would have done the same. And Winter goes, no, Peach, I wouldn't because we're your family. We've been here for you. We're family. And Peach just looks back and she has tears streaming down her face, which fuck your tears, bitch. (laughs) You betrayed us. Fuck you. (laughs) Um, But she has tears streaming down her face and the, the crowd, the like army of men in black starts to like open up. And this man in a white lab coat walks up to Peach and like pats her on the head and is like, don't worry, Peach. You did the right thing. Don't worry. I told you they wouldn't understand. 
Then this raggedy ass man in a lab coat named Richter, stupid name, Richter. Richter is such a villain name. I've I've never met a Richter. So, but if you're named Richter, you're probably a villain. You probably are a villain and you have a cat and you like stroke it while laughing menacingly. So, yeah. Anyway, Richter pulls Peach into a hug and starts to comfort her in front of us, making it seem like we're the bad guys. And so he starts to comfort her and he's like, there, there, there. I told you they wouldn't understand. It's okay. You did the right thing. It's for a better humanity. And then he looks up and nods his head towards Scarface and he goes, get them. So Winter sees that, turns to the pack and is like, run, scatter. And so we all run away, right? Caden and Zion start running, running like one direction. Me and me and Adam run in a different direction. And Winter starts to run, but Richter stops her and is like, don't you want to know the truth, Winter? She's like, what, what truth? What do you mean? And he goes, well... Don't you want to know what your dear old dad's been doing the past 30 years? Cut to Zion and Caden. They are running frantically in the woods with a bunch of men in black hot on their trail. And they find this cave and they decide to hide in it and wait for those men in black to lose their trail, right? You might be thinking, hey, Howell, why don't they just fly away? Uh Uh-huh. Well, person I made up for this hypothetical situation where you ask this question, um, the reason why they can't fly is because the woods are so dense with trees and vines and all of that crap that they can't find a clearing to fly up, right? They risk, you know, getting tangled in the vines or, you know, injuring themselves to fly away and it's not worth it because they could injure their wings and not be able to fly away so they decide that the best thing to do is to hide in the cave so they go in the cave and they hide in there for a little bit and they think the coast is clear but in reality a bunch of the men in black found this giant boulder and they end up pushing the boulder in front of the cave entrance blocking them inside and so zion sees this and he starts freaking out and so he runs towards the entrance trying to get out before they close them in, but it's too late. They're closed in. And he starts to have a panic attack because if you remember, Zion's torture was he would be locked in this tiny room, sometimes a tiny box, sometimes uh, a tiny fridge, just like latched into it for hours on end in a small confined space, just like begging to get like taken out. And so He sees this and starts having a panic attack and it's really sad, but he like starts punching the boulder as hard as he can. And he's just screaming at the top of his lungs like, let me out, let me out, let me out. I can't do this. Please let me out, let me out. And he's like punching the boulder to the point where like his fists are all bloody. And I'm pretty sure he like breaks one of his fingers punching it, but he just won't stop. He's like punching it and just screaming like, let me out, let me out. And so Caden grabs him and he's like trying to comfort him and he's like hey 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 you're not alone hey zion i'm right here zion please i'm right here and he goes i can't i can't do it i can't do it and he's just crying and like begging to be left out and he's like hey you're not alone you're not alone please and 
Zion has this moment of clarity and looks into Caden's eyes and goes, kill me. And Caden's like, what? And he goes, kill me. I can't, I can't go back in there. Please, please, Caden, you have to kill me. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't go back in there. And it's so sad. But he's like crying and just like begging Caden to basically kill him before they have to go back to the torture. And he's like, I can't do that. Like, listen. And he like grabs Zion's face. And he's like, listen, we're going to get out of here alive, okay? We're going to get out of here. We're going to get through this, okay? Okay, we have each other. We're going to get through this. And Zion, it like comforts Zion a little bit. And he like lets out this like laugh. And he's like, you sound like winter. And he goes, yeah, I guess she rubbed off on me. And so eventually Zion finally settles down and he's comforted. And so both of them sit down on the cave floor. And because the entrance is covered by that boulder, they're running out of oxygen. So they kind of just they kind of just look at each other and they both know like this is their final moments before whatever the facility has in store for them. So Caden looks at Zion and he's like, you know that stupid song Winter always sings? Yeah, duh, of course I know that stupid song. Do you think you could sing it? And so Zion's like, I can try. And so he starts humming it a little bit, kind of singing it a little bit. And then and then Caden joins in and they like sing sing it together for a little bit. And eventually they pass out because of the lack of oxygen. And then the men in black come in and take them out. And I ain't gonna lie. When this happened while I was dreaming it, girl, I was crying. I was crying while watching this scene. It's so sad. It was so sad. Like, damn. Anyways, cut to Hawa and Adam. So Adam and Hawa are running together in the woods hand in hand trying to find any sort of clearing to have a good fly-off point, right? Just any clearing. Even if there's just, like, a place where, like, two trees were, but those two trees are gone. Just any place at all just to fly off. So they're running together, and they manage to lose the men in black that were following them. And so they're just running, 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 and they stop abruptly because Scarface, like, drops from a tree right in front of them, right? And we like we both stop and we look at him and Scarface is like, okay, playtime's over. Time to come home, baby dove. (laughs) And Adam goes, ew. And I'm like, I know, right? But I can't say anything. But I'm like, yeah, this is what I've been dealing with. And so Scarface tries to attack us. And so because there's two, it's two of us, one of him, we're like, we got this. So Adam aims high, I aim low, right? So Adam tries to do like a right hook and I try to like tackle Scarface. We both fail. Scarface easily blocks that punch and like punches Adam square in the jaw and he falls over and then stops my attack. I don't know what my attack was. I don't know what I was trying to do, but he stops it, grabs me by my throat. Again, what's with the throat, dude? Like, seriously, (laughs) what is what's up with that? I don't know. Maybe there's some psychological thing 
there. I don't know. But he grabs me by the throat and pins me to a tree. And he goes, playtime's over. You're coming home. And I'm like, fuck you. And so I kick him in the balls. <laughs> if you're ever in trouble, kick him in the balls. That's my that's my motto. So I kick him in the balls. And then he, he fall. He like, you know, does the reaction you do when you get kicked in the balls. Um, you know what you do. And then I like grab a rock and I knock it over his head and knock him out and so I run over to Adam and I help him up and we start running again but as we continue running we're so close to this clearing like I can feel it in my soul suddenly Adam like lets out a shout and he like falls forward and I look over and he's been shot (laughs) he's been shot and in distance you can see Scarface had a gun and he's like I guess I didn't knock him out very well sorry I was okay look I know I should have double tapped I should have double checked knocked him out killed him right then and there shut up okay it's a dream (laughs) um but he he had a gun and shot Adam in the back of his leg I think so he shot him there and so I grab Adam and I start like trying my best to carry him through the woods to the clearing, right? And I can only do so much because he is like six three and I'm I'm five I'm five six. So <laughs> it's not it's not working, darling. Um and so I'm like carrying him and he's like slowly starting to lose consciousness and I'm like, Adam, please please, please, please stay with me. You have to stay with me. Okay. And he's just like, leave me, just leave me. And I'm like, I'm not leaving you. Okay. Not leaving anyone behind. We're we're getting out of this together. Okay. We're getting out of this together. And so finally we get to the clearing and I like, uh, basically back hug him and interlock my fingers tightly. And I start backing towards the cliff and I like, un unsheath my wings I don't know if that's the right terminology but that's what I do and I start heading towards the cliff and so I start flapping my wings and I'm able to fly up a little bit and I'm about to escape only for one of the men in black to come and grab my wing and just pull and basically pop my wing out of socket most painful thing ever I don't even have wings in real life obviously I don't have wings in real life (laughs) but that shit hurted in the dream. So he like basically pops my wing out of a socket and I like nosedive back to the ground. And so me and Adam hit the ground really hard. And so I get up and Adam is like, I the, the crash knocked him completely unconscious. So I like crawl towards him and I'm like, Adam, please, Adam, you need to wake up. Like, please, 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 please wake up. And he's just not waking up. <laughs> And so I start to cry and I like look up and I am surrounded, completely surrounded by men in black. And eventually Scarface comes out of the woods and walks straight up to me. And I just look up with him with tears in my eyes and he goes, playtime's over. And he like takes the butt of his gun and knocks me out. So back to winter. She's staring at Richter after the freaking bombshell he dropped on her. And she's looking at him and she's like, what did you just say to me? 
And Richter goes, I said, don't you want to know what your dear old dad's been doing the past 30 years? And so Peach looks up at Richter and she's like, what do you mean by that? And before she can finish that sentence, Richter had taken out a, a needle, a syringe, out of his pocket and inject Peach with the syringe in her neck. And so he injects her with it and she immediately like passes out. And Winter starts to run towards her like, Peach, Peach, what did you do to Peach? And he's like, you didn't actually think I was going to reunite her with her parents, did you? They've been dead for years now. She was never going to see them. Ah, don't worry. She's just passed out, just like your other friends. And so Winter turns around and sees the men in black coming back with the rest of the pack completely unconscious. And they just like drop their bodies on the ground. And Winter's like, why? Why are you doing this? I don't understand why you're doing this. And he goes, it's a long story, but I promise everything's going to make sense. Okay? But right now, I'm going to need you to come with me. And so Winter looks around, and before she can even get a running start, right, uh, Scarface takes the a tranquil, a tran- ooh, wow, Stutter McGee right here. Um, he takes a tranquilizer, 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 that, I think that's how you pronounce it, tranquilizer gun, and shoots Peach in the back of her leg. And so she drops down. And she like clutches her leg and she like looks up at Scarface and he goes, Long time no see, sis. You look different. And before she can say, before she can even respond to that, she completely passes out. And I think that's a great place to stop, take our little break. And when we come back, we're going to finish this dream. So, Grab your snacky snacks, grab your your drinky drinks, okay? Maybe a Capri Sun, maybe some juice, maybe some cranberry juice. Get some cranberry juice. If you have cranberry juice, get some cranberry juice, get some water, get some Cheetos, and we'll be back after this quick break. And we are back. Woo! I hope you guys had a nice break and had your snacky snacks or have your snacky snacks with you. I made, during the break, I made mango bingsu, which I made it because there's this YouTuber that I really like um, called Doobie Debop. Doobie Doobie Debop, Doobie Doobie Debop. Yeah, her. And she like popped up on my feed randomly making mango bingsu. And I was like, I have those ingredients. I'm going to make it. So I made it. It's really good. It was it was delicious. It was so amazing. I think I messed up the mango puree. I feel like anytime I cook or bake or do anything, I mess it up. <laughs> like it's not it's not a how recipe if I don't mess up one thing. So like obviously repetition I'm going to have to like keep making it so I don't mess it up. If you don't know what mango bingsu is, it's like a it's a Korean, South Korean dessert, shaved ice. And it's like instead of like, you know, a shaved ice, it's like ice. Um, But instead, it's like milk. And you like shave the milk 
up. And then you put like toppings on it. And so she did mango. And I've seen some where they put like red bean paste, which sounds so good. And like rice, like sticky rice. That sounds really good. But all I had was mango. I don't think I have the right rice for it. I, I have jasmine rice. I don't think that's the rice you're supposed to use. But yeah, that's what I had. So I hope you had something yummy too. Um, but yeah, it's it's time. It's time to finish this dream. And I'm... I gotta stop. I'm like... If you hear weird clicking sounds, it's because I keep playing with, like, my pencil over here. I'm sorry about that. I gotta stop doing that. I, it's not good for editing later. But I'm, like, stalling. <laughs> I kind of don't want to finish this. But we need to finish this. It's time to let this baby go. So let's continue with the bird set free. Where we last left off, Peach betrayed the pack. And it is revealed that the head of the facility, Richter, is none other than Winter's father. And Scarface, who has been terrorizing me, is her baby brother. And they have captured the pack. So let's get into it. So Winter wakes up on the floor of a very small, ow, ow, I just hit my knuckle, ouch, anyways, Winter, <laughs> Winter wakes up in a small, on the floor of a small white room, four by four room that has no door so she slowly wakes up she's really groggy and she realizes that she is completely alone in this room so she starts trying to look for an exit but there is no doors it's just all four white walls I actually I read I remember reading somewhere that that used to be like a psychological torture tactic I don't know which country did it maybe all of them but they they would if it was like a prisoner of war or just maybe a prisoner in general they would like lock them up in like a white room and like they would be wearing white clothes and they would only eat white rice and like milk and that's all they would feed them and like the staff would come wearing all white like everyone would just be in white and it would like fuck up their psyche and they would like confess to whatever so maybe that's where I got it from. That's probably where I got it from. I, I watch a lot of Reddit videos and then I retain a lot of information. <laughs> I just suck up a bunch of information and then I have like a bunch of random facts in my head. Anyways, back to the, <laughs> I'm really trying to stall. <laughs> back to the dream. She's stuck in this four by four white room and she is trying everything in her power to get out. She's hitting the walls, punching the walls, trying to scratch free screaming like let me out let me out like I just want to talk let me out right for hours and for all she knows she could have been in that room for days weeks she could have just 
been in that room for minutes. Like, she has no idea how long she's in this room. And so eventually, after a bunch of punching and swearing and kicking, she gives up, sits down, and waits. And she waits for a long time. Um, Again, time is she's not able to tell time in there so it do, she doesn't know how long she's waiting in there for all she knows this could be her new torture to just be stuck in this room forever you know but she waits and waits and waits and finally the door opens and Richter comes in and so so Richter comes in with a chair and he plays you know sidetrack again you know what this reminds me of it reminds me of this black mirror episode with the soldier i don't remember what it's called but if you know what it is i just realized this is what that reminds me of so i may have gotten this from that episode because that's one of my favorite episodes anyways so richter comes in with uh a chair and like the door disappears when he comes in and he sits down and he's like I see you're finally awake. I hoped you enjoyed your stay. This is the best room we have after all. And Winter's response is like, fuck you. (laughs) As one would, you know. I just found out that you're my father. And you experimented on me. And tortured me. So F you. Okay. But she's like, where where are my friends? Where are they? Oh, don't worry. They're safe. But I want to talk to you. I feel like we have a lot of catching up to do. And so Winter kind of laughs in his face pretty brittily. And she's like, catching up? Yeah, I think we have a lot to talk about. And he goes, well, I'm an open book. I am your father, after all. Whatever you want to know, I'm here to tell you. And so she kind of stares at him. And she's like, okay, you're my father. He's like, yep. And she's like, and that thing is my brother. That thing has a name and it's Damien. Okay. So, dad, why? Why are you doing all of this? Why did you do this to us? And so... Richter leans back in his chair and sighs, and he's like, I knew you were going to ask me this. All right, I'll tell you, but you have to be open-minded. And so Winter sits down and is like, okay. And he starts to explain to her. So basically, the facility is a part of an organization called the 99 Percenters. And this organization is of the belief that humans are destroying Earth, which is which is true. We are destroying the Earth, but um, we are destroying the Earth at such a rapid rate. By 2022, there will be nothing left for us to save. Right. Um, Well, we're in 2022 now, so suck it. The Earth is still dying. We need to save it. Please do what you can to save the earth, <laughs> please. But um, anyways, he he's like the human the human race is destroying the earth, completely destroying the earth, and so their idea is they want to get rid 
of 99% of the population, completely eradicate it, and keep 1% alive. And this 1% will be, like, the strongest, right? So survival of the fittest, but, like, on on X game, oh, my gosh, on X games mode. Like, survival of the fittest, but speed run, you know? And so, fittest, fittest, but speed run. Damn, I, I'm stuttering extra hard today. Jeez. Must have been the mango bingsu. <laughs> but um, they just want to keep the 1%. And then this 1% is to mate with the humanoid hybrids that they created. And so they've been creating hybrids using children who have a specific genotype called alpha A6, which is a a genotype that makes it easier for them to uh, go through evolution faster, right? So all of us have this genotype. And so um, all of the pack has that genotype. And so that's why they've been experimenting on them and trying to make the perfect humanoid hybrid to survive the natural disasters that they're going to cause. Yeah, they're going to cause natural disasters. They've already built a machine that is going to cause a series of natural disasters all around the world. So earthquakes, tsunamis, hurricanes, tornadoes, like floodings, any natural disaster that exists is going to happen. And the humanoid hybrids are going to be able to survive that for decades right they're able to breathe underwater like um I didn't I don't think I ever went through the abilities I think I only went over mine and peaches but all of them have abilities right so like and Adams like Adams obviously his senses are like heightened he can like basically see without seeing I can travel through computers and stuff I don't know how that's going to be useful during the apocalypse that they're going to cause, but I can do it. Peach can control people's minds and make them think what she thinks. Uh, Zion, he is able to manipulate people. Different from Peach. Peach can, like, just go into someone's mind and, like, basically change what they're thinking. Like, rewrite their entire history. Like, give them fake memories that they didn't even have. Zion, on the other hand can make people tell him what they're thinking. So Peach can't get what people are thinking. Zion can, right? Kaden is just, like, strong. <laughs> Kaden is just, like, super strong, very resilient, um, basically fireproof, low-key. And winter, we'll get into winters, right? Like, these people can basically survive these natural disasters and repopulate the earth and like have a kind of do-over you know he kind of has that uh philosophy of like to build a city you have to destroy it first you know and so winter is just looking at him disgusted like you just want to get rid of 99% of the population just like that like what the fuck is wrong with you Right? And so she's just looking at him disgusted and he sighs and he goes, I knew you wouldn't understand my vision. It's hard for people to understand, but 
if I have to be the villain of the story to save the world, so be it. And so Winter just looks at him and she's just like, so you're you're doing this to save the world, to save humanity. Is that why you experimented on your two children? And so Richter gets really upset by this, like to the point where like he he like gets up in his chair, like flings to the wall. And he's like, I needed a human subject. You guys were all I had. Okay, you guys were all I had with Damien. I failed. He's an abomination, a literal teenager stuck in a body of an adult. He's over obsessive. But with you, you were extraordinary. And the rest of them, we now have enough data to make copies of you. The humanity is saved. And she's like, I didn't want to save humanity. That that wasn't a choice I wanted to make. Well, you can't decide destiny. You know, fate is fate. And she goes, so all of this was to just what? And he's like... It was to test your endurance, to see if you could handle the trials above. That's why we had to do these experiments on you. You tortured us. We were helping you. And Winter's like, do you hear yourself? So, like, when you speak, do you, like, hear what the, the words coming out of your mouth? Or, like, no, because you sound deranged. <laughs> and he's like, we were helping you. I mean, how can swim? for hours on end adam is able to feel movement through the ground we created scientific miracles and she's like and me what why was why did nothing happen to me is it because you had a soft spot for your daughter and he goes no see your experiment started at the very beginning we wanted to see what would happen if we push someone past the point of emotional distress and you were the perfect candidate i started with your little brother and continued on and so winter's sitting there like what shook right and she's like speechless (laughs) she's speechless And so he basically explains to her that her torture, or in his words, her experiment was to see how far a human uh, could be pushed to emotional distress and see if humanity would be able to survive the trials ahead. Makes no sense. I don't know. It's just a dream. (laughs) Um, So they started with her little brother, Damien, who from Richter's, the way Richter is explaining everything, Damien and Winter had a very, really good relationship before. They were, like, the best of friends. Like, she was, like, your stereotypical protective older sister. And Damien was, like, this really shy, fragile boy who's, like, very easily, like, he would trip and fall. And he was, like, people would consider him a crybaby. But she would always come for him and always protect him and all of that. And so Richter's first torture or experiment what it's fucking torture (laughs) like what the fuck but his first experiment was to transform an experiment on damien in front of winter and force winter to watch 
what happened. And so she basically turned Damien into this werewolf hybrid. And he's like, oh, it was it was all of a mistake. All of it was a mistake. I put too much wolf genotype in it. And now he's just an aggressive being. And Winter is just like, she she literally is so angry. And she's like tears streaming on her face. And she's like, why? And he goes, and he like, he doesn't even like acknowledge it worst father of the year (laughs) he doesn't even acknowledge her tears and like how upset she is he just keeps going he's like and then we had zion experiment 47 the twins that failed we just kept going and going and you kept reverting into your subconscious so we had to keep zapping you to make sure you're awake to witness all of this and look what came out of it a strong independent woman who's been able to protect her pack this entire time. A leader. Someone fit to save humanity. And so Winter, after hearing all of this, just like collapsed to the floor and is like just just taken, taken aback. Like she doesn't even know how to react. And Richter's like, I know it's a lot to take in. I understand, but... But you must know I did this because I loved you. And she just looks at him disgusted. Disgusted. And she's like, where's my pack? Where where are my friends? And he goes, follow me. And so he takes her out of the room, down this long hallway, into another room. And she witnesses the entire pack each in their own hospital beds in, like, a medically induced coma. And they're all, like, wired... They're all, like, wired up, and they have, like, tubes down their throats and all of that. And she's just, like, covers her mouth and just, like, gasps. She's like... (gasps) And it's horrible. And every few minutes, they're... um, What is the machine called? Hold on. The machine that they're... The life support machine? (laughs) No. The monitor? Whatever it is, that thing, it occasionally will, like, flatline for, like, a couple of seconds and then go back to normal. And she's like, what are you doing to them? What's happening? And he goes, don't worry. They're safe. They're just going through the last bit of experiments. And she's like, what are you doing to them? And he goes, well, what we did to you, Winter, we're doing to them what they do to you, what we did to you. They have to experience the emotional distress. Some of them will survive and the others, well, we can't all have winners, can we? And so Winter, like, walks up to, she, like, walks up to Caden and, like, holds his hand and looks at him. And, like, you can just see, like, his eyes rolled back and, like, going back and forth as if he's, like, in REM. And then the machine will flatline and he'll, like, gasp and it's, like, he, his heart stops. And then he'll, like, go back to normal, right? And she's like, are they dying? And he's like, oh, yes, they are dying in their dreams. But we always bring them back. And Winter's just staring at him. And she's just like, why? Why? She's just, she's just incredulous, man. She don't know what to do. And so she's holding 
She's like holding Caden's hand and just like stroking his cheek. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And Richter comes up behind her and puts like a a hand on her shoulder. And she goes, I promise you nothing will happen to them if you help me. And she's like, help you? Help you with what? And he goes, follow me. And so she follows him again. And he opens up this room and there are literally thousands, thousands of clones of the pack. So there's just, and they're just rows, right? So there's like six rows and each row has a pack member. So like row one has Zion, row two has Caden, row three has Howard, row four, so on and so forth, right? And there's just thousands of them. And Winter's just like, what the fuck? And he's like, I need you to train them. I need you to get them ready for doomsday. I need you to do that for me. If you do that, I promise you the OGs will stay alive. But if you don't, I'll have no need for them. And she's like, what kind of father threatens his daughter? And he goes, a father that wants her to have a future. Will you do it or not? And so with no choice, Winter decides to help the 99 percenters. And so for the next couple of months, Winter is forced, basically, to work side by side with her father, with the 99 percenters. And so every day she has to train these new clones, um, help them with the objective, basically help torture them the same way that her friends were tortured right and they look like her friends too and every day after she freaking is done training them she'll go to the og pack and she'll just sit with them and read to them and stroke their hair and like do some like light exercises to their body to their limbs to make sure they don't like clot up and everything and just like comforts them And it's just like always around them. And she's like, I promise you guys, I'm going to get you out of here. I promise. Right. And so every once in a while, the OG will be like the OG pack will be like awakened for testing every once in a while. And so when that happens, Winter will be there to watch them while they get tested, even though like but like in the background so like they won't be able to see her but she's always there watching them and she always helps them back to their room and everything just trying to be there for them in any way she can so on one particular day Hawa got awakened and she had to go through the water torture again and was being carried back by Damien to the bed right and so Winter went with her just because Damien's creepy and he goes, you know, I'm so glad you you decided to side with us, sis. You know, it feels good to have you around. Isn't that right, Hawa? And I'm just there like, because I'm like passed out. And he goes, and she's like, let me just make this abundantly clear. I am not your sister and you are not my brother. And he goes, wow, that's harsh. I get it. You, you're still trying to adjust, but sooner or later, you'll realize we're not so different. 
And he like continues to walk me back to my bed, I guess. Carry me back to my bed or whatever. Yeah, that's like her her routine. But what Richter and Damien don't know, the whole time she's training them, she is secretly preparing them. She's secretly preparing the mutants for a a rebellion against the agency. She's giving them the ability to be sentient, to have their own thoughts and feelings. She's like telling them about the human world and how beautiful it is and how they need to save humanity and all of that jazz. And like just giving them hope and like free will and all of that. And she's been doing this secretly for months. And soon the agency um, the agency is getting ready to do doomsday. And the mutants are getting ready to rebel against the agency. And then I woke up. Oh, I know. I know. I know. I woke up before I could see the. the <laughs> I woke up before I could see what actually happened. But that is the end of my dream. That is the end of Bird Set Free. Oh, my God. I can't believe it's over. Um, as you can, I think you can see why this is like one of my favorite long form dreams. I definitely have some that are like slightly better than this one, but this is definitely, definitely one of my favorites. And you can see why. You can definitely see also like the influences from like Maximum Ride and other supernatural things other stuff i also realized that halfway through recording the scene with winter in the white room reminds me of in the maze runner series the death cure when thomas is in that white room that's what it reminds me of as well so yeah a lot of inspirations and i i really love this dream but it's time to say goodbye and it's time to start a new chapter the next long form dream that we're doing is called Between the Sun and the Stars. And it is a four part series that is also pretty good. It's a fantasy one. It has a lot of Hogwarts inspiration in it. Um, if you like choices, I really like choices. And you know, the Elementalist it has some inspiration from that. And it also has some inspiration from Avatar The Last Airbender, specifically specific oh my god <laughs> specifically it has inspiration from uh legend of Korra so if you like legend of Korra if you like Hogwarts if you like fantasy or if you just like listening to me talk you're probably gonna like the stream series so that will be coming out um in like a couple of weeks I think so yeah that was Bird Set Free. I really hope you guys enjoyed. I really hope. Thank you once again for sticking with me and sticking through the entire series. I truly, truly, truly appreciate it. Thank you so much for staying up with us. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at underscore it's just a dream podcast. So you can get updated on new episodes if there's hiatuses. If there's like, if I'm having trouble uploading an episode and I'm like, oh my God, that's where you can get all the information. Also behind the scenes, 
You get previews on new guests and like new snippets and you get to pick what dreams come up next in the podcast. If you have any crazy or wild dreams that you want us to analyze, email them at it's just a dream podcast to at gmail.com. Again, it's just a dream podcast to at gmail.com. And we might share them in future episodes. If you want to send me a voice note, you can go on the Anchor website where you listen to the podcast and send us a voice note and we might play it on the podcast, which would be really fun to hear your voice and hear what you have to say. I love to hear your opinions. I love getting messages from you. It really makes my day. And yeah. With all that being said, sweet dreams, sleep tight, I love you, good night. We'll see you soon till we dream again. Bye-bye!